Quick question for you. Are you a Federal Access member yet? If you're a government contractor, you need a Federal Access account. You can get started today with a free membership. Just visit federal-access.com forward slash game changers. Free members get access to about 20 documents and templates as well as our video training playbooks. More importantly, this gets you in the RSM Federal ecosystem and makes you part of our community. So go grab your free account today at federal-access.com forward slash game changers. Now let's hop into this episode. Welcome to Game Changers for Government Contractors. Game Changers is dedicated to helping you position for and win more government contracts. And now your hosts, Josh and Mike. Hey everybody, welcome to this episode of Game Changers. Today we have one of our great friends and partners, Carol Bernard, on here today. And he is going to be talking about ways to accelerate in the government market. Carol is the co-founder over there at Govology. Like I said, uh, full disclosure, I always want to let people know he is one of our strategic partners. Uh, We're doing some really great things over there. I love what you guys are doing with Accelerator. You guys have Josh over all the time doing webinars and uh, other experts from all over the field. We actually meet a lot of experts by watching who you guys are, are picking out and stuff like that. But for those that don't know Carol, Carol, why don't you jump in, take a minute here, tell people who you are, what you do over there, and then we'll rock and roll today. Oh, well, thank you, Michael, and thank you for having me today. Uh, just a quick history, like from the beginning of time, uh, I kind of got my start in the acquisition community back in the Navy, and I was also a supply officer um, when I was in the Navy. I got out, I worked in contracting at the Department of Veterans Affairs. I worked at the uh, SBA after that, and, uh, you know, I'm, I've always been an entrepreneur and it really intrigued about really how people can succeed. And when I saw this government marketplace and knowing that all the things that the government does to support small businesses out there, just basically having the knowledge as a starting point could really propel you. And so that's really what gave me the drive to put together Govology at the time when I had the idea back in 2011. There wasn't a lot out there and what there was out there was very sparse and very expensive and very inaccurate. So we work to start to bring these resources together, and that's where we are today. We now have about 70 on-demand courses, actually a library of over 70, and then we do pretty much a weekly webinar. We skip around uh, here and there depending upon holidays and things, but almost a webinar a week. And now we partnered up with you guys to bring even more awesome content on the platform. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about that today and really how do contractors accelerate in the government marketplace? Because one of the big questions that I've been asked as I've worked with hundreds of people over the years is, like, how long is this going to take me, right? Yeah. So there's a good answer for that, and it's it depends. And so I wanted to talk about some of those aspects because this is one of the things that I really love about you guys is because we kind of run in parallel universes in terms of mindset, and I know that all of the resources that you guys build into federal access are designed to kind of give people the knowledge and tools to help them do some acceleration. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about some of those tools, but also some of the things that we're doing within what we call the Govology Accelerator Program to help put all of the resources from the Govology website, from the federal access program into play for the businesses out there that want to use it. Yeah. You know, and I appreciate you saying all that stuff about us and what we're doing. And again, for full disclosure for people, we run the federal access program over at RSM Federal. So I run that. I also run the Game Changers podcast, which are on here today. And I think what our relationship is a really good example 
of how two companies who I think anybody, if they just stumbled upon us, would think we're competitors. Like, hey, you guys are competitors. You guys both offer some training and some stuff to help government contractors. So naturally, you're competitors in the market. And I think on the on the surface, people could look at that and you could agree with that. But I think what mm-hmm. we've done is say, yes, we have some similarities, but there's a lot of differences. So one of the things we did was, you know, we got with you and we created this accelerator program, which is a combination of our two solutions. So it's how two, again, perceived competitors in the market came together and said, well, yeah, we, we've got some similarities, but we've got a lot of differences. How do we come together and create a platform that can help people and, and actually work together instead of, you know, trying to, you know, fight for business and that sort of thing. And so I, I, get, I think it's a really good example because there's a lot more companies that could be doing what we're doing, working together instead of trying to fight for everything. Because the ultimate win is when somebody signs up for either platform and they're they're winning more business. You know, we again, we have this joint platform with you. So we're, we're always driving people to that. And that's just a really good win for the customer base out there to actually learn how to do this and learn how to do it faster. And I, I love when you reached out to me and said, hey, let's talk about Accelerator and let's talk about how to win contracts faster. Because I always go back to in the commercial market, we were always preaching how the average company doesn't last three years. If you look at the average mm-hmm. small business, the statistics are incredible that they, they don't last three years. And I would say it's a combination of things. One of them is they run out of money. You know, that's the first thing. Because you're, you're trying to figure out what to do, and you run out of money. And so you just mm-hmm. you shut the doors. That's the other thing, which is probably the bigger factor, is you're trying to figure out what to do. And you don't know what to do. You don't know what resources to trust. You don't know which mentors to work with. You mentioned briefly there's a lot of bad information out there in the market. There's a lot of information from mentors and companies out there that they they don't necessarily approach it from the right stage. And that's where I say, you know, there's a lot of great information, but if it's not right for the stage of business you're in, you're going to fail. If you're if you're trying to act like you're a $20 million company when you're a bootstrap brand new into the business, you're going to fail. So trying to understand where you're even supposed to start is so hard. And so having a, a system like we have with Accelerator with you guys really helps them, regardless of their stage, figure out what they should be doing. And, and I hope I'm not stealing any thunder by, by setting that up, but I think that that's really the purpose of Accelerator is to help accelerate, especially new companies, accelerate your revenue in the market. And so I just wanted to set the stage there and be very clear at the at the beginning of this for people. We work together. Yes, this is about some solutions that we sell together, but they're designed to help you survive those tough year, tough years and then thrive through them. Like like really just accelerate. I love the name, right? We'll, we'll, we'll probably yeah. beat that to death today. <laughs> but accelerate through actually winning government contracts. So, you know, in, in your opinion, when you think about trying to accelerate, what are like maybe your top ways to do that. Let's start there. Let's sum up. What are your, some of your top ways to accelerate that government revenue? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so before I answer that question, I want to go, can I go back one step to just say one thing about this collaboration effort? Yeah, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Man. So you mentioned about how, you know, a lot of 
organizations and companies out there. Some people perceive them to be competitors, but I think that that's where people win these days when companies and people take a collaboration approach. Um, we see this in the, with the PTAC programs out there. You know, we're not a competitor; we're a collaborator. And for every business, it depends on you know going back to that question: How long is it going to take me? It depends. You know, you may need to go back work on some business foundation before you come into this game. Mm-hmm. And so that's where all of the partners come in to play together because none of us has all of the answers. In fact, I just reached out to Josh last week and said, hey, I'm looking for a, a, an ITAR expert uh, for one of our PTAC partners who has a client who needs some help. He's like, oh, that's not me. <laughs> Keep looking. So that's <laughs> where we, we take this collaborative approach and pull from the best of all of these resources and all of these experts to really put things together for people so that they can kind of get that knowledge and get the connections with the people that they need that's going to help them succeed, which kind of now brings me into the question that you just asked, is which is really how do you accelerate and leverage all of these resources? And I really think it starts by taking a systematic approach uh, because over the years and doing this uh, for a long time myself and, and coaching hundreds of businesses and probably training you know, a couple of thousands of businesses out there, I've seen some patterns out there. And a lot of the time, it comes down to that people are just not getting the training that they need or making the connections with the people that they need to connect with and putting those to play in their business. Mm-hmm. So I have a little five-step formula for anybody who wants to accelerate. And by the way, I think that you also probably read some of the same studies that I read that said it takes the average person about 18 to 24 months before they get their first contract, right? Is right, that about right? right? Yeah, that, that's pretty average. And our goal through the acceleration program, which was your goal of federal access as well, and this is why we paired up so well, is because we wanted to shorten the time span for people. So how do you go about shortening the time span? So I know that you've got some some thoughts on that and the way you guys thought through what you're doing over at, at RSM Federal and Federal Access. But I, write, I wrote down five things and they're this. So where are you now? The first thing before you do anything is to find out where are you right now in your business? Hmm. What is your capabilities? What does your team look like? Because that's going to tell you what your strengths and weaknesses are. But also, you've probably been making some efforts already to do something. So take a look at what's working and what's not working. Stop doing what's not working. Look at what is working and start doing more of that. And then as you connect and you grow, you do more of what's working and and stop doing what's working. So it it becomes like a trial and error process. So before you know where you want to go, start with where you are. I think about it back in my Navy days. If I'm dead in the water out in the middle of the ocean, you know, I can't just say, okay, I need to set a set a course and, and go to this destination. I need to put a plot on the chart as to where my origin is right now so then I can get an idea of, of where I need to go and then I know exactly what it takes to get there. So start with where you are now. Write down where you want to go. And this is one of the things that we're integrating in with the accelerator program is we're doing some long-range planning. Uh, we'll say, take a look at where you want to be in a year. 
And let's break that down to a quarter. Then let's break that quarter down to weeks. And then let's break those weeks down to days. And what are you doing consistently on a daily basis that's going to help you hit your target for the quarter, that's going to help you hit your target for the year? And then as we meet, so we have a, a monthly group coaching call. And as we meet up, we come in and we say, okay, where are you stuck? And we've now got all of these resources on the website between federal access and the 70 plus on demand courses that we have on Govology. So we can really point people to step number three, which is what do you need to learn? And I like the on demand and just in time concept of, of learning because you can go and take every course on our website and six months from now, you'll forget probably 80 to 90% of it. So what I encourage people to do is basically get just in time training. So, and that's what's the beauty of it as people show up in these group calls with us. We say, okay, where are you? What are your issues that are causing you to get stuck? Okay, here's a training that can help you out. And then the next step is then who do you need to know? Because that is step number four. Who do you need to connect with? If I can't help you, you know, and Josh may be not able to help you, maybe you have to go through a DCAA audit. I have a person that I can connect you with. And this is what we're usually telling people. We're usually giving them books or recommending them to people. But that comes to step five is then what will you commit to do each day in order to develop the knowledge and the network that can help you get to where you want to go? But don't stop there because there's one more step and that's doing the work, actually doing the work. Mm -hmm. And this is just like working out this is why Many of us fail at working out because we just we get tired, we get burnt out on just doing that consistent, routine, repetitive action on a daily basis. And so this is something else that we've built into the Accelerator program is a little bit of accountability so that when we're saying, hey, you know, this is what I told you to do like three times in the last three meetings, when are you going to start doing it? So we can kind of get you to move forward and hit your targets. And so... That's what we've built a little bit into the accelerator program and, and really excited about it. Yeah. I, you know, when you're talking about that, the, the big one that jumps out to me is doing the work. You know, it, it's one thing understanding what you need to do, uh, but doing the work seems to be, if, if I were to look back at the clients that struggle, it's the ones that don't want to do the work that always want to outsource the work. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know if you've seen it, but like, I'll, it doesn't matter what it is. Like somebody will say, Hey, you know, do you know somebody that can uh, do the sales for me? Like, yeah. Do you know how to do sales in your own organization? Well, I don't really want to, I kind of know, but I don't really want to. And I, but how can you actually teach that person to do that in your organization? If you don't know it, how can you hire the right company if you don't understand it? It's it, There's so much of that mentality in the market, it just blows my mind, where people won't try to figure it out or even work with a mentor to figure out the process, to figure out the strategies so they actually understand it. I, I go Absolutely. back to I, I go back to being a generalist. You know, one of the things that is very interesting, you know, you go to college to be a specialist. People, you know, there's tons of debt 
and there's tons of unemployed people in college. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it, right. it, it, it's one of those things. They get out, they go to college unemployed. They get out of college and they can't get employed because they're not doing. They're just they're just learning and they're so specialized they can't figure things out. When you, mm-hmm. if you actually get online and start doing some research, you'll find that people are more valuable in any specialty if they also have three or four other things they can do. So let's let's take cybersecurity. If, if if you're a cybersecurity specialist, but you also understand web design and you understand uh, networks and you understand things that are they kind of touch cybersecurity, but they're not cybersecurity. You're way more valuable than the person who's just a specialist at cybersecurity. And so it's the same thing in business. To be a business owner, you really have to understand sales. You have to understand marketing. You have to understand how to build a team and how to, to keep them engaged. But that means you've got to do those things. It doesn't matter if you've read Seven Habits uh, of, of Effective People 4,000 times. It doesn't right. matter if you've read the best book on how to build happy teams. It doesn't matter if you've read those books, if you've not implemented any of that stuff and you don't know. Because to me, the, the biggest thing, once you actually start growing, is you start to actually become a mentor to the people on your team. You become a mentor to the companies you're working with externally so that they can service you better. And not knowing how to do it because you've never done it is just weird. Like, you can watch all the the webinars on how to ride a bike, but you'll never get it until you go sit on a bike and pedal. Right. Like you're, you're just not going to Fall gonna off. Get... Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, you, you go through the battle scars. Yeah. And it's just one of those things. Like, you, you won't understand, hey – you're not supposed to, to, I had a buddy of mine, this was so funny, uh, he learned the hard way, you're never supposed to try and walk your dog while riding your bicycle. Oh my God. <laughs> and and the reason why, now he had a 120 pound bulldog thing, that I don't even know what it was, some kind of mixed breed, and it wasn't that the dog pulled him too fast, the leash got wrapped around his chain. And it's just one of those things. The dog started slowing down. The leash got wrapped around the chain. He goes flying over the bike, and he's like, oh, I learned the hard way. You never do that. Yeah. There's a reason you don't see people going down the, the road on a bicycle with their dog on the leash like that. You know? And so there's just so many things you can't learn by reading a book or watching a webinar, and you only learn by doing. Yeah. And so, you know, to, to me, that's one of those things – it accelerates my learning when I do and I fail. Yeah, absolutely, man. You know, one of the things I was thinking when you were were, were talking about this whole process of, of doing the work and, and, and so many business owners want to just hire somebody to do that. And I think that that's okay, to, but you got to get it to a certain point. And mm-hmm. another one of my favorite books is, is Traction that talks about the entrepreneurial operating system. But one of the things in the Vision Traction Organizer, this is nice little chart that they have. It's pretty cool. But it's got what is your proven process? Hmm. And so before you go and hire somebody to do sales, and I get it. I work with a lot of small business owners, and they get stuck in in the finance department, you know, doing payroll, doing this, doing operations, you know. And so they're kind of jumping into these little different seats, you know. Right now I'm in operations, now I'm in payroll, now I'm in this and that and this. And really, for a lot of people, sales isn't really that comfortable. So they kind of sedate in those other seats without spending the time that they need in the business development seat. But you got to do it. And especially 
at least until you can prove your process. Once you know what your proven process is, that you say, yep, if you do this for this many hours a day, you're going to get some sales, and I know it because I did it. So then you can invest in a BD person or a salesperson to come in there and let them you know, work away at that marketplace, come in to the resources that we have, uh, at Govology, at Federal Access, get some training, and put that knowledge into play. So that's my philosophy, and I know because this is exactly what that what's worked for my small business as well. Yeah, you know, I, I love that, and it's one of those things where you, the way you said it was, if you do this, if you put in this work, then this is what it's going to spit out. This is the result it, it's going to get you, and you know that because you've done that. You've you've created a process, and that is something you know you can hand off. They can improve, but that's not the norm. The norm in business is I can't do it. Let me hire someone to do it who has no idea what a winning process looks like, even if they've done sales all over the world. doesn't matter. And they've done it in, in products and services and whatever. They still are starting at ground zero when they show up at your company and you don't have a process. Mm-hmm. So you, you've put them behind by three to six months or, or longer because you've p- dropped them in and says, well, you're, you're a rock star salesperson. So just, yeah, you know, I mean, we should get sales this month, right? Yeah. You know, when you have no process, you have no marketing material, you don't know who your customer base is. There's all these unknowns that they've got to ask you a thousand questions to figure out. Then they've got to go test the market. Then they've got to go get some results. Then they got to give you feedback. And, and so what typically happens is you do that, you get frustrated that your rock star can't sell. You eventually fire them after three to four months because you, you know, clearly this is not working out, you know, and it's all their fault. So let me go find another one and repeat the process. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you're, you're just really becoming the definition of insanity at that point because you don't even know how to grow your business. There's, there's no way they can figure that out when they don't know the business. They're not as invested. Uh, you know, it's a problem. And that we're just talking about BD at the moment or sales, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it. I think it applies everywhere across the board. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you don't have a process, how can you train people on your team yeah. to, to actually do this for you? You just can't. You're, you're going to repeat the cycle of failure over and over and over again and ultimately run out of money. And so there's really a, a lot of, uh, I just can't say enough about understanding your business as a generalist in the beginning. And quite honestly, you know, there's a lot of, you know, when, when you think about it, there's a lot of stuff around a government business that has nothing to do or it's not specific to mm-hmm. the government business. You and I were talking about this the other day about getting back to the basics you don't have to understand the government market in depth. You need to understand sales. You need mm-hmm. to understand prospecting. You need to understand the basics of how to actually grow a business and then apply that to your government business. And so if you come in and you don't have any of that, but you're like, well, you know, I'm a service disabled loan veteran in a hub zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I should be able to check those two boxes and just rain money. All right. Yeah, but, if, but if you don't understand how to run a business, this is going to be a painful process. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you, you yeah. Know? So it, it's like really understanding how to grow that business is so important. And, and that's what I like about whether it's us, whether it's you, um, anybody on our teams, 
we get how to do this because we are business owners. We've gone through a lot of those pains. So it's not just about the government insights, tips, tricks, and strategies. It's about the fundamentals of business. You know, when, when you're using the support mechanisms through either of our programs, being able to actually ask somebody who's a business owner, and I've been a business owner for uh, 16 years now. Um, you've been an owner for years. Josh has been an owner for years. Being able to actually talk to other business owners about some of the fundamentals and, and some of those pieces that you're just you're not going to see in a book that's geared 110% towards government contracting. And so. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. man. Absolutely. And, um, you know, there's one more concept I wanted to share, which was, I'll call it pairing or, you know, partnering. But it, it, what that is, is that what I see a lot also is that, let's just say you're a small business with five employees and you've got one person that does sales and business development. You have another person that does uh, operations. You have another person that does HR and finance. Pair up with the people, uh, what I see a lot is the BD person out there kind of bringing in the contracts and that's their, that's their job, bring in the contracts, bring in the contracts. But there's a, there, this comes to a team approach. And this is part of why we have this directory piece to Govology. It's called Govology Connect and it's under our, our little resources area. And we try to connect people with trusted experts uh, that specialize in different areas. Because like what we were talking about earlier, you might need an ITAR specialist. You may need a DCAA compliance specialist. And your BD guy is not really going to do that. He's not going to care about that too much. He's going to care about getting the win, getting the contract. But once you get the contract, there's a whole other compliance piece that goes along with that. And if you don't comply, well, your first contract may be your last, right? <laughs> so, right, right. you know, pair up. And that's why I talk about in this little five-step formula, you know, not just like what do you know, but who do you know? And also some of the training that we've brought on to Govology, we've diversified it so that there is training in sales and marketing, but there's also training in the accounting pieces, HR pieces, certified payrolls, finance, uh, so that the other people on the team could also get some knowledge about the things that they need to know in the role that they play in the overall success of their company in this government marketplace. Yeah. You, you know, I think part of, as you're talking, I'm sitting here thinking, you know, th this podcast is about accelerating in the government market. And if I were to give like one really big piece of advice, it would be around building the right team. You're, you're talking about all these people with their specific pieces of knowledge and, and needing those people in your circle. And that's, it's building the team, building a team around you, you know, it, because they're going to educate you. They're going to help you understand a lot of these processes. It's building an external team of advisors and mentors, building your internal team and working together. You know, I, I worked at a hosting company years ago and I got put into the sales director job very quickly in that, in that company. And when I got in there, Everybody hated sales team. You know, it's just the, it's just the way it is. Almost everybody, right? That's kind of normal. Engineers hate the sales team, and the reason they hated our sales team so much was literally we had this stat on the wall. It was how many jobs get kicked back. It was like job yep. kickback or something like that. 
And our stat was at a fixed 99% rate. Like 99% of every sale got kicked back. Mm. And because if somebody was just buying a website, you know, they went through, they bought the website and it was, it was, you know, in and done. It was no big deal. But if they wanted some hosting for specific things like specific applications, we did a lot of SharePoint hosting back in that day. And if they wanted their own server built by an engineer and all these things done, 99% of the time it got kicked back. And the sales team actually had a sales engineer on the team, but they only worked in sales. They didn't work with the engineering firm. So I actually said, we're going to actually get rid of that person. And every time we're on a sales call, I want the director of engineering on the call with me Mm -hmm. every time. And so the way the calls would then go is you'd be talking and all of a sudden the, and I'm very technical, so I understand servers and all that kind of stuff. And our old, our old, uh, you know, sales director understood it. But when we go start going through requirements and what the client wanted and how they were going to use it, that engineer would be asking different questions and go, nah, you know what, instead of a four processor, we're going to, you're going to need a six instead of this, we're going to do that. No, you don't need this. You need that. And by the time we were done, a lot of times the quote was probably 15, 20% higher, (laughs) but the really cool thing was our conversion rate jumped in sales because they were not just talking to a sales guy. They were also talking to the engineering lead who was going to be building their servers. And then when it got into engineering, we went from a 99% kickback rate to a 5%. And it was, and it was because we had the team approach to actually building the client requirements. And the, and the client went from talking to one guy who, you know, clients a lot of times hate salespeople too. So they went from talking to one guy who's the sales guy to also the lead engineer. And they just had a different comfort feeling. And it was the team approach. And I think mm-hmm. if, if we, if small businesses could take the team approach more instead of the, I got this approach more, I, I think they would accelerate a lot faster, a whole lot faster. So I know it's a long winded explanation, yeah. but just a, a, a real life example of how the team approach just helped us move so much faster because guess what? When you're going from 99% of your work is being redone to only 5%, you can do a lot more work. Well, that brings up another important benefit that we haven't even touched on, Michael, about this whole not just accelerating. When you take all of the, what we just said, so I would encourage the listeners, go back and listen to this podcast one more time, twice, so that you can take in what we're saying here and actually put it to use. But there's another benefit when you do this, this not only going to get you where you want to go faster, but you're going to save thousands of dollars. Because that's where I've also seen people spend thousands of dollars, waste that, I mean, tens and thousands of dollars, wasting it on sometimes things that they can maybe get for free through their PTAC. So that PTAC should be part of your network, but also getting the wrong business developer and not having a proven process. And, you know, we just did a webinar with Josh on hiring superstar business developers. And so, you know, take this knowledge, take this networks, connect your team. And just accelerate. Uh, I think there's another statistic that says the average contractor spends what eighty to one hundred ten thousand, like mm. in the process of getting their first contract. Right. Not just that it takes them, you know, eighteen to twenty-four months, but I really do think that probably at least half of that money is wasted because they're not systematically approaching it the right way. Right. And um, it's just kind of this like 
shotgun approach, Wild West, kind of, I'm just going to step in here and figure it out. But when you go in there with a team, whoever you have on your team, uh, not just within your company, but without side your company, the coaches, the PTAC folks that are out there, everybody comes together and collaborates to support your team. And you're going to go a lot faster and you're going to save a lot of money in the process. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and I say, you know, one of the things we just keep coming up with these tips, you know, this is accelerator. So, <laughs> you know, the, the one tip I have is actually use your mentors actually reach out and ask questions. I can't tell you how many times early on when I'm working with a client and they tell me they just did something and I'm like, that's a major business decision. Why didn't you run that by me? <laughs> like why? And, and like in, in early in early days of my contracts all said all major business decisions will be run by me first. Yeah. And, and still clients will go and do something. They'll hire a position. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Why did you just do that? Yeah. And it's one of those things because we can at least talk through it and you still may go through with the decision, but a lot of times you'll say, Oh, I don't need this. I just had a client the other day that was like, Oh, I'm getting ready to sign up for salesforce.com and I'm going to get it for everyone on the team. So it was like, we're, we're going to get like six licenses and all this stuff. And I like, okay, number one, why do you need six licenses? You only have two salespeople. <laughs> What's going on here? And I'm like, do you know how much that is per license? And I'm like, I used to love Salesforce. It was a, it's a, it's a great platform. If you're in the right space and you have the cash flow, it's great. I, I don't want to downplay it at all. But I'm like, you're gonna go spend ten, twelve thousand dollars a year on this platform that you've never used before. Like, l let's break this down a little bit. Like, you, you, and so we start going through. Like, well, we only need three licenses. And by the end of the conversation, I'm like. Why don't you just go use Zoho for a year or two? Mm -hmm. Go use the go use the free platform that's out there, which takes up to three licenses. And I like I just saved you ten, twelve thousand dollars. Not to mention the time it would have taken you to figure out how to use it. Because we'd have probably spent a couple of coaching sessions on that anyway. But you just saved ten, twelve grand on this one phone call by letting me know before you did it. And that that should be a very common conversation with your mentor. Hey, I'm thinking about investing in Infusionsoft. I think I'm going to invest in, you know, whatever email platform. I think I'm going to invest in, you know, GovWin or whatever it be. Yeah. And we can sit there and go, why are you doing that? Right. Oh, because I was told I had to have it. Yeah. You don't have to. You're like, you might but let's figure out, you know, where we, where could we put $10,000 that would be a better use right now in your first year in business? Let's make yeah. that a goal for your second or third year in business. But right now we're trying to accelerate growth. And those yeah. are, those are, those are nice things to have. They're not necessarily going to help you win a contract because when we get down to win a contract, I always talk to them about your KPIs. How many people are you talking to? Mm -hmm. Like how many conversations are you actually having a week, a month with potential buyers? And you're like, well, yeah. maybe two or three because the rest of your time is spent playing in these systems that cost you a lot of money and don't win contracts for you. Yeah, absolutely. They're, they're, they're tools. But yep. if you're not doing the fundamentals of making phone calls and having conversations, you're never going to win. Absolutely. And, you know, when we sit there in, in the accelerator calls with some of our folks, 
it really goes back to that. It's like, okay, so what are you going to do next next week? Yeah. <laughs> how, how many people are you going to reach out to? Because maybe that's you need to get a strategic teaming partner to help you get a Maytalk contract, one of these big IDIQ contract vehicles. You need a teaming partner. How many people are you going to reach out to specifically next week to make that happen? Because there's a lot of things that, that like teaming partners, I and mean, that's a, that's the topic for another <laughs> podcast. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. you get a, an awesome teaming partner, and they bring on not just their past performance and experience, but like the resources to put behind your proposal efforts, and not to mention other things. It's so like, what are you doing specifically to make that happen? Instead of just you know, hey, going to this networking meeting, I'm going to talk to a couple mm-hmm. of people, and we're going to exchange cards. I'm looking, I'm looking, you know, but there's not really any real specific action items. That's a lot of times just like, okay, I'm committed. Like, even if I've talked to five people a week, you know, at the end of a year, I think that I'll be able to, if I consistently do that and that kind of gets back to the the consistency piece, you know, and just doing what Mm -hmm. you got to do and doing the work that's required that a lot of times people don't want to do the the work which is the the best device yep yep do the work do the work do the work do the work can't can't say it enough and you know but again you brought up the teaming one and it's like that's where you should be asking your mentor about not hey how do i get a teaming partner because that's a valid question it's a good question and i'll tell you in a couple of minutes the fastest way to find a good teaming partner is to go look in sam there's a way to go search by you know socioeconomic status there's all by city state there's really cool ways to go and look in sam.gov and find what businesses are out there that might make good teaming partners that's a start but once you find somebody let's say you find an actual name what are the actually actual strategies to make them pick up the phone and actually listen to you if you mm-hmm. get a, a hold of the secretary or somebody over there because a lot of times there's some sort of gatekeeper how do you get through that gatekeeper what's the strategies to do that even if you get through to the program manager or whoever, how do you convince them of the value that you're going to bring to their team to make them more competitive? Those are the things you should be working through with your mentor because guess what? A lot of people think, well, I'm an SDVOSB. I'm a fill-in-the-blank status. That's all I need. Once I call, they're going to want to work with me. Yeah, there's like 400,000 of you out there. They have their pick. You know, how do you make yourself more competitive? How do you do those things? And it, and really a little bit of failure is all it takes to feel like, oh, well, this doesn't work. And and I can tell you, government contractors are winning multi-millions and even billions of dollars every year in the government contracting. The stuff we're talking about works. Government contracting works. Being a small business works. Having a socioeconomic status works. All these things work if you understand how to put it together mm-hmm. and and that's to me what the mentors what carol's doing what i'm doing what josh is doing our teams are doing we're putting these things together and we're showing you the little gaps the little bitty gaps where you're like you're missing it every single time because you can't see the gap that we can see and that's and that's often the difference maker so you know, I you and I, it, it's actually a bad thing when we get together because you and I can talk about this stuff for yeah. hours. And just I think we already going. got a new idea for our next podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably six podcasts in a row. But I, what I want to do is I want to throw it over to you. Any final thoughts you have on accelerating government revenue? 
You know, Josh, uh, Josh and Mike, that happens to you a lot, I know. It, it does. It's it's so funny where people call me, me Josh, and him, Mike, all uh, the time. So no offense there. I, I think we said it all here. I think there's uh, really no more to be said. Again, go back and listen to this again and, and really just do what we're, we're talking about here. Put that into play in your business. Don't just listen thinking that, oh, those are some good concepts. Well, but if I could, I, I'd like to give a little plug, if you don't mind, for the accelerator program. Yeah, and, and so if anybody's interested in the Govology Accelerator program, you can go to govology.com forward slash accelerator. And we've got a little bit of information there on the program. We've got a little video there. We'll, we'll tell you a little bit more about the program. So really, if you're interested in that, uh, check it out. And I'm going to do a little bonus since we were just talking about teaming. Now, this was not planned, but last year... I did a, a six-week master class on the SBA's Mentor-Protege program. And it's got everything you're going to want to need to know about teaming. Plus, if you want to get involved in the Mentor-Protege program, we sold that training for $2,000. And uh, so if anybody comes on and, or calls us up or emails me, uh, you could just send an email to support at govology.com. And say, hey, I'm interested in Accelerator. I want to sign up and I want the masterclass bonus. Uh, I'll give you that uh, particular bonus, uh, that six-week masterclass. So if mentor-protege and teaming is something that you want to learn, uh, we'll build that into your uh, Accelerator program for you. Awesome, man. That, that, that's a great bonus. It was a great course. So I, I think that would serve people really, really well. And so if you hit the website the govology.com forward slash accelerator and you have questions that you don't get answered on the site just ping somebody just ping carol and the team support it at govology.com um you can always ping us too you know whatever you need to do reach out to somebody ask those questions i think i love what you guys have done combining our, our two solutions over there so it's a great great tool for people to accelerate in government contracting so with yeah. that Thanks for being on today. I really appreciate it. I know we're going to do some more podcasts in the near future. And uh, if you're listening, be on the on the watch for more podcasts from Carol and his team. Thank you, Michael. Before we take off today, I want to ask everyone a simple question. Are you feeling stuck in your government business? Do you feel like you should be winning a lot more contracts, but just can't figure out how to bust through to the next level? Do you want to accelerate your results and hit your goals faster? Does that describe you at all? If so, I have a very special offer for all of our listeners today. Visit us at rsmfederal.com slash breakthrough coaching, where you can schedule your very own business breakthrough session with me. You're going to walk away from the session with three things, a copy of the award-winning government sales manual, at least three strategies to supercharge your business and some specific answers to your biggest challenges that are out there. Now, normally these sessions run about $495, but for a limited time for our podcast listeners only, you can schedule this session at no cost to you. So that's zero cost to schedule a session with me. Simply visit rsmfederal.com forward slash breakthrough coaching 
and you'll be able to fill out an application. So scroll all the way to the bottom of that page, fill out an application that'll come directly to me. Then I'll reach out to you. We'll get our, our session scheduled and we'll walk through some of the challenges that you're having, whether it's you know how to grow the business, your goal setting, um, specific challenges you're having in government. This doesn't have to be just about specific to growing any business, but you're going to walk away from the session, not only understanding how to approach the government from a better perspective, but you're going to walk away with a lot of confidence on what you need to do, what next steps you need to take to supercharge your government business so you can take the next several months, the next several years to a whole new level. So again, visit us at rsmfederal.com forward slash breakthrough coaching. You can uh, get an overview of what Breakthrough Coaching is all about. Scroll all the way to the bottom, fill out the application that'll come to me, and then I'll schedule your session for you. And last but not least, let me take a moment here. I want to thank all of our listeners for joining us today. We really appreciate your support. Remember, you can find every episode on iTunes. Just look for Game Changers for Government Contractors and subscribe to the feed to make sure you get every episode. And be sure to tune in next time for lessons from our experts on how you can win more government contracts. Thanks for listening to Game Changers for Government Contractors. For a full list of episodes and other resources, be sure and check us out on the web at www.rsmfederal.com slash gamechangers.